resilience and stoicism, taking an EPQ, and developing a passion for learning. My name is Jonathan Timmaker, and this is Better Uni Choices. This week, we follow up on one of last month's podcasts, the one all about career happiness. And this time, we take a look at two more critical aspects of happiness, resilience and stoicism. We also look at the impact of taking an EPQ on your university admissions, and we hear about what happens if you develop a passion for learning. So let's kick off with resilience and stoicism, what they are and why they matter. Well, in episode 34, I talked all about parental pressure and finding happiness in work. I then received a lovely email from another education consultant and advisor. He said that he would add, particularly for the parents out there, that, and I quote, aside from a decent paying job in an industry you care about, happiness across the lifespan is essentially a byproduct of resilience. And for this, he says, stoic philosophy will do the job. He was so spot on with this comment that I just had to follow up with a quick look at both resilience and stoicism to further understand them and why they are so important for your life ahead. So what is resilience? Well, the Oxford Language Dictionary definition of resilience is, and I quote, the capacity to withstand or recover quickly from difficulties. Toughness. Meanwhile, the study of resilience as a discipline in educational psychology goes back to the early 70s. There's a ton of literature all about it, which you can find with a quick Google or a quick look at Wikipedia. And in 2013, Public Health England started to encourage the teaching of resilience in schools as a way to promote healthy behaviour, higher qualifications, better employment, better mental well-being and quicker recovery from illness. Their definition was much the same as the dictionary. Resilience is the capacity to bounce back from adversity. Now, right across the world, there is a broad movement in schools to build resilience amongst young people. As a student, while you may not be fully aware of everything in place at your school to help you build resilience, I'm sure you've heard the term resilience plenty of times. But what does it actually mean in practice? Well, there are a few different models, but one that is widely followed was developed by Dr. Kenneth Ginsborough, a paediatrician from Philadelphia. He broke down resilience into the seven C's. Competence, the ability to handle challenging situations. Confidence, belief in your own ability. Connection, the ability to develop close connections with family, friends and community. Character, a fundamental understanding of right and wrong and the ability to uphold values. Contribution, understanding the importance of serving others and the greater good. Coping, the ability to understand stress and to cope with it. And control, understanding that you do have control over your own decisions. That is a lot of different elements, which mainly goes to show that resilience is not just about toughness. And it's not a simple case that you are either resilient or not. Resilience comes from a wide range of skills and mindsets developed over a lifetime. And does having resilience make you happy? Well, we'll get a bit further into what happiness actually is in a minute. But in addition to the well-being benefits identified by Public Health England, I think we can all acknowledge that when we see people displaying signs of having resilience, we can see people who are more comfortable with themselves, who are more comfortable with the world, and who have a less negative reaction to challenges and difficulties. What about stoicism? What does being stoic mean? Well, stoic is a term you've probably heard occasionally. 
is a word that is used colloquially to mean calm under pressure or avoiding emotional extremes. For example, when she found out about her illness, her reaction was stoic, meaning she reacted logically, showing little emotion. So what is stoic philosophy actually about? Well, it's actually an entire philosophical movement that is over 2,000 years old, dating back to the time of the great Greek and Roman philosophers such as Lucius Seneca and Marcus Aurelius. It's not really about being calm under pressure or avoiding emotion. Rather, it's about understanding what we can and can't control. We can't control everything that goes on around us, but we can control how we approach things, including our reactions to what happens around us. So rather than imagine a perfect world, Stoicism accepts the world as it is. And instead of trying to change the world, it seeks self-improvement in four specific ways. These are described as the four virtues. One, practical wisdom. The ability to navigate complex situations in a logical, calm and informed manner. Two, temperance, restraint and moderation in all aspects of life. Three, justice, treating others with fairness even when they have done wrong. And four, courage, the ability to face daily challenges with clarity and integrity. These four virtues are actually not so different from the seven C's of resilience. So will Stoicism make you happy? Well, there are a whole range of views on this. Some will say that Stoicism won't help you find happiness, but will help you find virtue. Others will argue that the principles of virtue in Stoicism are highly connected with everything we know about well-being and happiness. Darren Brown, yes, him, the magician, wrote a book all about this a few years back. He is a big fan of Stoicism, and in the book Happy, he discusses the interplay of Stoicism and its importance in happiness. And in a recent video to promote his latest podcast, he sums up his view on what happiness is. Rather than seeing it as a thing we should be aiming for, he says, it's better seeing happiness maybe as a byproduct of finding meaning in life. And I would argue Stoicism can certainly play a part in that. So what can you take from all this? Well, whether you prefer to take your lead from recent educational ideas of resilience or from the ancient philosophy of Stoicism, I'd argue that each has the potential to give you incredibly useful tools on how to deal with life. In particular, they can help you understand the things that are in your control, your decisions and your reactions, and the things that are not within your control. That's pretty much everything else. Armed with these tools, you'll be better prepared to deal with the difficulties and challenges that life will inevitably throw at you. Will resilience and stoicism make you happy? Well, as my fellow education advisor said right at the start, when combined with a decent paying job in an industry that you care about, they just might. And now on to this week's Did You Know? If you're trying to decide whether to take an EPQ, that's an Extended Project Qualification, be aware that different universities treat EPQs differently. Some will give an alternative offer for those taking an EPQ, lowering the A-level grades you will need to achieve, but some won't. However, an EPQ will always be useful as a way to demonstrate your motivation for and your knowledge of a subject that you are applying for. And it's a fantastic way to really dig deep into a subject that you might be considering studying at university. And finally, this week's quote of the week comes from Anthony D'Angelo, 
educational entrepreneur and author. Develop a passion for learning, he says. If you do, you will never cease to grow. If you're a recent subscriber and have just discovered the podcast and want to know how this might be relevant to you and your reasons for going to university, have a listen to episode 25, all about falling in love with learning. Coming up next week, it's all about the money as we introduce the world of student finance. Thanks for listening. See you next time.